Welcome to the Smarty Podcast Series from Charlotte Smarty Pants, where we focus on all things parenting. We talk about everything from education, health, travel, beauty, fashion, and more. Join in on the discussion at charlottesmartypants.com. The Smarty Podcast Series is produced by Charlotte Star Room, Charlotte's premier boutique music development and corporate video production studio, and the best parties in the QC the pop star music video parties, and professional voice lessons in a studio. Also amazing content creation. Check them out at charlottestarroom.com. Hi everyone, this is Jen Flem and Cheryl Perry with Charlotte Smarty Pants. Thanks for joining us today. We're super excited to be continuing our Smarty Momcasts, a new series we're doing on local women who are doing some amazing things in our community. We'll be sprinkling in these podcasts along with regular topics on education, health, and parenting, so be on the lookout for them. Today we welcome Emily Ratliff, founder of Claire's Army. Hi, Emily. Thanks for coming today. Emily is the mother to her angel, Claire, and two other sweet kids, her daughter, Sydney, and her son, Walker. I have a Walker, too. If you haven't heard about Claire's Army, you're in for a real treat. What they're doing for families in our community is absolutely amazing, and we're so happy Emily has decided to join us to tell us all about it and how we can get involved. So first off, tell us about your family and Sweet Claire. Well, thank you so much for having me here again today. And um, so Claire is our first daughter. She was born in 2009, and um, in the spring, actually Memorial Weekend of 2011, she was shockingly diagnosed with stage four neuroblastoma. And she was our only child at the time. And my husband, Kevin, and I were pretty much from Charlotte. And so um, we um, started that journey here in Charlotte. And um, it was mostly at Presbyterian Hospital at Hemby Children's, and um, Claire fought courageously, and we were overwhelmed with support of every single kind so that we could completely focus on Claire. And she actually um, did not even finish treatment and went to heaven in January of 2012. Um, how old was how old was she when she was diagnosed, and then how old? She was twenty months old when she was diagnosed, and she was just a little over two when she went to heaven. Oh, so, wow, that's um, oh, so sorry. That's so she so um, she did the majority of her treatment here in Charlotte. She went to Philadelphia for a specialized surgery, even some radiation treatment. Um, she was um, went to Charleston for a stem cell harvest to eventually do a transplant, which we never got to. But we were just we were treated like royalty here in Charlotte by just friends, family, strangers, everyone. And so um, that's Claire. She's the first part of our family and really kind of why we're here. It was uh, not until a couple years after she went to heaven that we felt like we could um, start our family by adding to it. And so in December of 2013, uh, Sydney, our daughter, was born. So she never met Claire. Uh, She is now five years old, about to go to kindergarten next year. Wow. Wow. And then in July of 2016, our son Walker was born. So he'll be three this summer. So that's um, kind of our our family makeup. Nice. Um, So tell us at what point and like how did you start Claire's Army and what was your initial vision with it? So 
Clear's Army probably started before we officially gave it a name. It was just the people who stepped up to do all these acts of kindness um, and service while we were in treatment. And these folks allowed us to put all of our focus and time on Claire. And so um, there are so many amazing women and families who are able to start organizations while their child was in treatment. And Claire's treatment was very brief, and it wasn't even something we could comprehend. And so about really six, nine months into our grief, we did a lot of counseling at Kindermorn, a local organization here Wonderful. in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And they um, were and still are a huge um, resource and source of comfort for us. And so we started to learn that the support we received was not the norm. Um, Kevin and I were extremely fortunate to have people coming out of the woodwork to do things for us, whether it was our employers who gave us time off, whether it was friends who cared for our dog, what have you. And there are a lot of people who have no army. They have no right. family in town. Right. And so it really was um, that vision started building through talking to other families who had lost children and really just spending a lot of time with hospital providers to understand what the resources currently were for families who are facing this crisis. So what exactly does Claire's Army provide families now? Like, and how, how is it done through the hospitals or yeah. how, how does that work? So um, we like to think that Claire's Army in general provides just a lot of hope and comfort. When you're diagnosed, you feel so alone, mm-hmm. like you're walking this journey by yourself, even though you know hundreds and hundreds of kids and families have gone through this. But um, having someone who's been through this right from the beginning touch you, we have... We thought, and now we know through feedback from families that this makes a difference. So we we really work directly with the hospital providers, uh, child, child life specialists who work mm-hmm. with families, inpatient and outpatient. We work with physicians. We work with the nurses. We work with the hospital pediatric social workers, too, because they are the hands and feet. They're touching the families every day, and they're the ones who understand the needs and how we can meet the needs. So the three kind of basic ways that we touch families on a regular basis, number one, every single family um, patient who is diagnosed with childhood cancer in Charlotte receives a Claire package, whether you're treated at Hemby Children's Hospital or... It's so cute. I love um, how tangible it is. uh It is. And it's so well thought out. Like, it's what you needed when you were in the hospital. Right, Mm right. We received kind of a Claire package of our own um, by someone who took care of Claire, and it was just so many things that we needed. And when when I walked in the hospital with Claire that first day, all I had on me were my keys. I didn't even have a cell phone. And so just thinking back to those moments in those days. And so this Claire package, it's filled with all types of essentials you'll want in your hospital room, everything from a bath mat to a journal and pen to write down notes, um, a real coffee mug so you're not drinking out of styrofoam cups, uh, gas and grocery gift cards to offset um, other costs. And it's about um, $150 worth of items. Just And there's a note that tells people you're not alone. There's an army behind you even if you can't see you. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so about around 200 kids are diagnosed every year in Charlotte. And so each one of them receives a clear package. It's usually delivered by a nurse or a child life specialist. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing we do is we have a meal program where um, this is about to launch at Levine Children's, part of Atrium. It's currently running five nights a week at Hemby. But we um, work directly with the child life specialists and a huge team of volunteers and restaurant partners so that um, families can place dinner orders Monday through Friday. They order whatever they want, whether it's 
those two people in the room, whether it's the child, the grandparent, whoever's going to be there for dinner that night, they get to order from one of um, six or seven just wonderful restaurants here in Charlotte. So like name who yeah, I yeah, yeah, I mean, shout out to these yeah. right. So um, Paco's Tacos, one of our favorites. Yum. Mama Ricotta's, Yafo Kitchen, um, Midwood Smokehouse, uh-huh. Dilworth Grill, Roosters, Viva That's Chicken. Awesome. So they can um, pick any. Yeah. So awesome. each night is a designated restaurant, and then they get to order what they want, and it's really designed to provide a little bit of normalcy. You can yeah. sit around the table and kind of pretend for a moment that things are normal, and it's not a cost to you. It's to free up time. and Wonderful. It almost just, gives you something to look forward to at the end of the does, day, It does. It does. And we've heard meal. that from families. They mm-hmm. say it just – they look so forward to those meals arriving mm-hmm. every night at 530 and knew it was just going to be a time of comfort, even if it's just for a few minutes. And you've said before, like, um, if the patient's ordering, maybe all they want is chicken nuggets right. or whatever it is, and they can get that in a right. hospital. Yeah, I mean, hospital food gets old for anyone, especially a patient in treatment. And we want them to have options. I mean, we know that um, what you eat and what you fuel your body with affects your treatment, how you feel. And so we want them to have really quality options. I mean, this isn't fast food. This is quality local food from people who just care so much about this community. And do they just order from a website or through the Travel yeah. Life Specialist? Yes, yeah, so our okay. Travel Life Specialist, they deliver um, these special menus each day, and they get to look at the menu, and they place their order through email. And, and then our your team of volunteers yeah. delivers every night, five nights a week. Five nights a Amazing. week. Amazing. Yeah, it is truly an army that makes it happen. And I remember when we first met you, you told us a story about a fam- like other needs, like outside of the outside-of-the-box needs mm-hmm. that some families have. And Sometimes it's financial. Um, I remember a story you told us about um, a family who their power was – was it a power that they was about to turn off? Yes. And how did you – how did your army sure. fix that? So um, this kind of speaks to our third bucket. We call it emergency assistance, but it can kind of really envelop so many different um, things that we try to fix for families. And so we the social workers will bring to us needs really sometimes the day of that mm-hmm. a need is, is there. Um, a lot of times families do not want to ask for help. And so when they finally do, it's emergent. Like, hey, my lights are being cut off tonight. I've gotten lots of warnings. I didn't want to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And so I'll get a phone call, a text, or an email from the social worker, and they'll say, I know it's last minute. Can you – there's this power bill for $247. And I say, yep, I'll stop whatever I'm doing. We'll make the call to Duke Power, send over the bill, and it's done. And I say, please let the the family know they're not going to have a lapse in power. Um, We've done the same thing with rent. We've done the same thing with – um, even at times, you know, mortgage payments have to be paid. Um, there are times when families have to travel or be, you know, away right. from their home right. or in transplant, what have you. And so their their mortgage still needs to be paid. And there have been a handful of families who have um, – they've not wanted to proceed with the right treatment because they felt like they couldn't maybe leave the general area um, because of their jobs. And so Claire's Army has paid mortgages for anywhere between one to two to eight months so that families wow. can sustain oh, what they need really to cool. do. Really cool. Yeah. So um, what – you mentioned that you just moved into Levine Children's Hospital. Tell us about kind of the growth over the last – couple years for yeah so it's it's really exciting to think that we just started with this vision of just trying to do some good and and meet some needs and fill some gaps and now it's a well-oiled machine I mean there are um 
it's so neat to know that the social workers and the doctors, when they face a problem that's more social or um, or physical that's not clinical related, their first thought is, let me just call Claire's Army. Because even if it's not a Claire package or a meal, there's probably someone they know that can help. And that speaks to just the awesomeness of this network that we have in Charlotte. I mean, I just got um, a call the other day saying, hey, we've got a really unique situation with a, a young patient and they have three siblings and the dad lives far away and they're about to face transplant. And how can we help figure out maybe a childcare situation? Or do you have recommendations you would make in Charlotte for what we can do for these other two kids so the mom can focus on the child in treatment and the father can work? I mean, so it's it's exciting to know that we are looked at as problem solvers yeah. to really alleviate stresses mm-hmm. that get in the way of treatment. Um, we're learning that there are so many other barriers than just the medicine to mm-hmm. um, access to treatment and healing, and we, we want to be a part of that. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, what is the one thing you'd tell a mom whose child was dis- just diagnosed with cancer? Like, what, what do you... What do you hope to share with those people? Gosh. Um, or 10 things. I, would, I know. There's so many. I mean, I think the one thing is just try to stay in the moment. It sounds so cliche, but just focus on what your child is doing. Focus on what the doctors are saying and just stay in that. You know, they explain to you kind of the protocols and um, what the prognosis is and what the treatment plan looks like, but that can so change any minute with pediatric cancer. It's such a long road. Um, I mean, most treatments are anywhere from a year to five years. Mm-hmm. There are there are not these two- and three-month solutions that happen for children. It is rough and it is grueling. It affects the whole family. And so it is really easy to just get ahead of yourself and start thinking about what this might look like in a mm-hmm. few months. But just, just soak up those moments with your child every mm-hmm. single day and just watch them like a hawk. What about mom's – what about the best friend? Like we – you know, when we, when we find out our – best friend's child is diagnosed with something horrible. What advice do you have? Like, what should we say? What should we do? Should our actions speak louder than words? Or like, what do you, you know, you've kind of lived through it. So I think, you know, Kevin and I heard this a long time ago, and I forget where it was. But one of the best things you can say to someone that it can never be wrong is, I love you and I care. Yeah. It's not projecting your experiences. It's not saying you know. It's just meeting someone saying, I love you and I care. And you start everything with that. And then what follows can be action. And I would say just do something. You know, start a meal program. Mm -hmm. Start a meal train. um, Offer to take the, the pets out. Figure out how you can help with child care. Send gift cards for restaurants, Starbucks to treat yourself. Just do something. But these these parents, these moms are so overwhelmed, even if they look like they've got it together. They might be the most organized, mm-hmm. bad A lady that you know, mm-hmm. but it is tearing them apart, and they're just trying to keep it together for their child. So don't get offended. Don't, um, don't read too much into anything. Just meet them where they are and just take action and say, I'm here for you for whatever that looks like. No judgment, no expectations. I just want to be here for you, and I'm here for the long haul. Whether it's a week, whether it's five years, I'm with you. Right. Or maybe even like a lot of times I will send texts like, don't respond, but yeah. this yes, is what I'm doing. Yes, yeah. I know perfect. you're getting a million, exactly. and you don't need to worry about you know, responding to me, being right. polite to me. Right. I'm thinking about you. I love you. And yeah. here's what I'm doing. And 
don't send me right. a thank you card or anything. Just let me know what I can do. Well, and I would I say do. if you can, you know, if these families start Caring Bridge sites or some type of social media where they're providing updates, read those. Mm-hmm. Read the emails. They put so much time into unloading what's on their heart, what's going with their child. So there's nothing worse than when I would get a text or an email saying, hey, I don't feel like reading Karen Bridge, but can you oh, give me an update? Lord. And oh, I wanted to be like, no, <laughs> no, that that's exactly why we're using this powerful tool. And it's too hard for me to regurgitate and keep you up. to. Oh, you yeah. wouldn't believe how often it happened, oh, you know. So um, I so I would say stay in touch that way and, and, and try to stay informed if you really care and keep up to date with what's going on because it does. It changes minute by minute. Um, so do you guys have, tell us about like your flagship events because I got to go to one of them, the pancake. I got to tell you this one story though, where yes. our worlds collided. We just had like a neighborhood spring fundraiser and we had a balloon artist there who was <gasps> seriously the most amazing balloon artist yep. ever. He was whipping up like these amazing swords and like Avenger character <laughs> shields. And even my 13 year old and his friends were into it. It was hilarious. And we have a mutual friend and I asked her, she's the one who organized the spring fundraiser. And she said, oh yeah, that's the Claire's army balloon guy from right. the pancake. You guys, I know, I know. Like, we I need to like, tap into your, your book. That's the best balloon guy ever. It's so And the crazy. pancake guy who I want to yeah, know. The pancake I want to know where I can buy the Yes, that's George. Yeah. So, um, so we, we really just have two flagship events, like you said. So one is kind of more family friendly and it's just, it's, they're all about Claire, and we try to sprinkle her essence into everything. But the pancake breakfast this year, we had about 500 people. Awesome. Um, it was just a morning to, to be, have family time, kind of see other members of the Army. Uh, you know, we had a raffle, but, you know, balloon artists and face painting. It's just such a morning of fun and collaboration. And the neatest thing is when you look across the room and see people that you didn't know were part of the Army, but they're part mm-hmm. of your network, and you're like, how do you know Claire's Army? And then the wheels start turning with, yeah. with the connections. Go, but I felt like that on so social media this year. I had had something going on, but I'm like, how does she know Claire? Right, right, right. So many people there. It was really cool. Uh, And then our second event is um, the Claire's Army Gala. So this will be our third annual gala. It's August 3rd this year. It's at the Fillmore again. And again, it's just such a fun, fun, fun night. It's meant to celebrate Claire, celebrate the work that this army is doing, that Charlotte is just pulling their hearts together to do great things. We are so lucky to partner again with Plate Perfect. They're, well, Plate Perfect and FS Food Groups, they're our presenting sponsor. They do all the food, and truly that's that's part of the night. That's part of the brand. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. a lot of times with galas and events, you don't think about going for the food, but they just, they they make it magical, and the food that we have at the gala is the same food that our families get to experience during the week. And oh, um, Frank cool. Chabelli and his team are just so yeah, generous. Yeah. So they'll be a part of it. We'll have a wonderful silent auction and live auction, and we'll usually have a guest speaker to kind of talk about, you know, what Claire's Army means to them. But it's another night, about 400 people that will just come and, and celebrate the work that we're doing. Very cool. And what can, like, our – Smarty Charlotte families, teens, like what kind of volunteer needs do you have or what can we do individually to help be a part of your army? Sure. I would say that one super easy thing everyone can do is follow us on social media. I know you're going to bring that up. So that's a super easy thing to do. At Claire's Army. That's right. On all of them. (laughs) We we utilize volunteers and they they, um, need to be 18 and older to help with a meal delivery program. So that's pretty regular. But, you know, teenagers can maybe help their moms and be a driver so the moms can do the food drop-offs and that type of thing. 
Um, there are also ways we have worked with so many neat, I mean, young kids, older kids to do clear package drives. It's a really cool way to kind of collect all the things that go in the clear packages and we can assemble them together and those go straight to the hospital that end up in the hands of these families that, that. are fighting. Yeah. yeah. And so really it's good. just a direct connection. Um, the other thing is just, you know, um, you can make any donation, small or large, it makes a difference. I mean, $25 buys a gas card. Yeah, and right. those, we give those out all the time. I mean, pe- people are driving hours away to come get treatment, whether it's daily, whether it's in the hospital, that's a huge way to help. But Do connecting people just us. just reach out to your email address on the website yeah. the, or on social media? Social DM. media, website, that's exactly. And we have contact forms on the website. Um, but you can just go and read about what we're doing and, and find out neat ways to help. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, Smarty Charlotte, you can find Claire's Army online at clairesarmy.org and on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Claire's Army. And you can always find us daily on charlottesmartypants.com, Facebook and Instagram at charlottesmartypants, and Twitter at charlottesmarty. Thanks so much for listening to our Smarty Podcast. You can always join in on the conversation at charlottesmartypants.com. The Smarty Podcast Series is produced by Charlotte Starroom, Charlotte's premier boutique music development and corporate video production studio. Check them out at charlottestarroom.com.